Welcome back, everyone, to Myth, Magic, and Might, Episode 11. When we last left our heroes, quite some time ago, uh, the only friends found themselves in the city of Fogcliff, a city uh, built, on t uh, built onto the levels of a bridge built by giants in ages long past uh, a modern now a modern city with railways and other wonderful <laughs> oh man i should have I, uh, I shouldn't have reminded any everyone we were called the only friends dang it <clears throat> you know full well i would have forced you to remember yeah 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 but anyway <clears throat> uh, our heroes came to the city uh riding the rails um, in search of a way to uh, acquire supplies for their uh, growing rebellion in uh, uh, for their growing rebellion uh, in the town of Autumn Hollow. To that end, they also met with the shipmaster Raven, who uh, a man of the Forearm Tribe, who challenged Hayden Alexander to a dance battle, which he uh, was defeated soundly in by the wonderful uh, stylings of the bard Hayden Alexander. Uh, Robin uh, provided you guys with uh, not only his shipwright expertise, but a few new crew members for Hayden's flying ship once that gets back up into the air. Uh, Lana managed to investigate an old shop in the city that, according to uh, the locals and what they were able to discern with their divine senses, held two of the feathers that she is looking for, but both were sold to... Uh, but both of them were sold off, one to the Emperor, and one to his Viceroy of Engineering. Jalen found a strange poster with someone that looks a lot like her advertising a... advertising a wonderful um, hot springs somewhere in the north. And Priscilla got drunk at the bar. I also stopped a train. Uh, we- I was getting to that. You suddenly had yourselves thrown into quite the, uh, situation when Hayden Alexander was kidnapped by what appeared to be these fiendish pirates, uh, who spirited him off in the middle of the night, uh, your teams gave chase, but Rosalind and Lana found themselves divided from the others. Rosalind by a fight down in the bar, and Lana having caught on to the scheme of these pirates to blow up uh, multiple levels of uh, the bridge cause, uh, in order to cause it to collapse down on itself and... Uh, Kill basically the entire city. But thankfully, uh, Lana managed to defeat 
their one assailant and also the shape-shifting six-eared monkey who calls himself Roku. Um, and won a favor from the small uh, mimicking creature. Rosalind managed to soundly defeat her uh, uh, bandits strapped with dynamite and most incredibly of all Jialin, Priscilla, and Frida working together were no able not only to save our poor unconscious Hayden from being run over by a train but also managed to completely destroy the train so that it wouldn't set off the explosives and uh, destroy the bridge and everyone on it and the whole city uh, in a feat of magic that is causing rumors to spread that perhaps finally magic is returning to the world yeah, you missed a lot, Hayden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, as we zero in to the session, Hayden, we're going to travel back just a bit to before this whole mess started. A crucial piece of information that you may choose at your leisure to share with the rest of the only friends. Oh no, I'm fear. I'm fear. <laughs> how, how, how far back are we going? Is this like Damn before I left home? Uh, this is this is after you were knocked unconscious, but before oh, okay. you this were is... rescued. This was kidnapped Hayden times. Okay, cool, cool, Yes, cool, cool, kidnapped cool. Hayden. Not, not that far back. Not this time. I have plenty so of I... those planned, but... Oh, there's emotional devastation in my future. I love it. Uh, well, I mean, that's what you come to MMM for. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's always delightful to hear you laugh. Anyway, Aiden. You find yourself with a fo uh, with this foggy, clouded head. Your vision is slightly blurry. You feel this something cold on the back of your neck, and also at your ankles. And your hands are are weak, and you can't seem to move. For a second, you oh, think you're under some. There is vomit on your sweater already. I'm spaghetti. God damn it. See, okay. y'all... I, I was gonna go a completely different direction. Uh, but... Sorry, sorry. This is a serious moment. You can't seem to move, and at first you think that this is some kind of sleep paralysis. There's a little bit of clearing of your head, but you're... You can't seem to focus hard and like long enough to do any kind of spell casting, and you realize that you're tied up with ropes, and the thing on the back of your neck is metal. And when you turn to look at it, it's a rail. And the thing at your knees is another rail, and you see that you are tied to railroad tracks. And 
Then you hear a voice say to you, You know, a lot of people call this cliché. But really, I personally think of it as a classic, you know? It's suspenseful, it's dramatic, and it's deadly. What could be better? And you turn to see... And you turn to see the woman that you had met, Penny Cooper, standing over you, surrounded by these brutish tiefling thugs. Ugh. I'm glad you're awake for this. I hope you'll stay awake through the whole thing. Uh, boys, bring me my, uh, my locker. I want to, you know, wear the appropriate attire. And, and uh... I, I have a burning question. I'm sorry to interrupt this in incredible moment that you're describing. Am I able to speak right now? You, you currently are well? able to speak, but you know that you are... Your mind is not focused enough for you to cast spells. Uh, I, I a lingering have no side effect to, of the... Huh? I have no desire to try and cast spells right now. Okay. Yeah, ju uh, just letting you know, it's a side effect of the chloroform they mm -hmm. used. Your mind's too fuzzy for you to cast spells. Um, well, you see that they... Uh, yep, no, go ahead. Considering this is not the first time that I, as in Haven, have woken up uh, groggily tied to things I'm just gonna mumble that's funny I don't remember having this kink before that's one of the many things I despise about you humans I try you know art and you all turn it into some kinky weird thing <sighs> honestly it makes you easy to manipulate um actually kink is an art form and it's an it's a creative expression of the self. I'm sorry. I know that's what I hate so about boring. it. I hate you when you humans express yourselves. I'd rather you suffer and die. And then you see that the uh, the boys have brought this large leather trunk, the kind that you would have on a ship. Um, and when Penny Cooper goes over and unlocks it. Uh, and they open it, and these uh, these clothing racks like pop up out from the locker, and you see several different sets of clothing uh, on the rack. And when they uh, and that they kind of like go through a few, and then they're like, "Ah, here it is." And they pull out this, like, kind of old, piratey-looking getup. And when they do, you see that the body of this woman turns completely into blue smoke that fills this new pirate outfit. And as the smoke condenses and solidifies, it turns into the skull-faced tiefling captain that you recognize because he's the one who crashed into your ship before you crash-landed onto Geb. Your fight with him is what sent you spiraling into the darkness of Geb. Damn, how in the fuck did you survive? I was pretty oh. sure you'd be dead by now. 
Oh, if only it were that easy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you like this outfit? The real Penny Cooper was a... A poor lass from a world named Gothos. You know, I gotta admit, I love how you humans have so many polite little euphemisms to avoid things you're uncomfortable talking about. I told this young lady that I would give her all the wealth in the world in exchange for her body. And she thought I was trying to sleep with her. <laughs> and he puts the clothing of her back on that rack. He kicks it and it collapses down into the trunk or the locker. And you see that the initials on the side of the locker are D. Uh, Jay. Damn, you really are terrible. Oh, yes. I mean, admittedly, you humans are too. But you. Yeah, but you're a whole other level. You're actually wearing people. Eh. I mean, yeah. Isn't it wonderful? This right no! here is my. <laughs> This right here is my favorite number. There's so little left of his soul or his personality that I can stretch myself and bring on the full demonic appearance. Better than what he was before. But you know, I gotta say, Hayden, you really aggravate me. Because normally it's all too easy to trick sailors and men into ignoring their significant others for a night of fun. No responsibility, I promise them. And in you exchange, see. that's how I get my crew. Isn't that right, boys? And they all say, yeah, dad. And he says, captain, a uh, captain. And they all like kind of tremble and say, yeah, captain. See, uh. your first mistake there pal was assuming that I was a sailor and also assuming that I was a man. Your second mistake was thinking that you could possibly offer me anything better than what either of my husbands have ever provided for me. So joke's on you, dumbass. I mean, you hear it all the time, the whole promises of loyalty and respecting each other's boundaries. Blah. Honestly, it, you, you know, like, I know you're like wearing someone's body and I'm kind of tied up here, which is kind of a fun thing and I'm probably going to die. But like, I, it sounds like you need somebody to just lean on, somebody to talk to about your like troubles. Like, are you oh, seeing somebody? I don't have do, any. Do they got like therapists here? Oh, oh, you, you poor miserable thing. Let me tell you the way the world <laughs> really is. Right? I'm neither poor nor miserable. But you see, that's the thing. <sighs> well, let me put it to you this way. The, the thing I really want more than anything else is what all devils want. To make you mortals as miserable as possible. 
and he kind of like puts his boot against the side of your head. And in that regard, there is nothing in this world that has more power over you miserable little worms than money. When the bombs that my boys have been setting go off, it's going to cause this entire city to crumble into the river where we will be ready to pick it clean of everything. Okay, see, now I'm feeling conflicted because obviously, obviously your words are like, Terrible. You're absolutely atrocious. But the way you said it, not hitting on you, just being totally transparent here, it was kind of hot. Oh, come on. I'm trying to be threatening. <laughs> and well, one of the boys speaks up and says, I think you're threatening, boss. Shut up. Honestly, <sighs> I think you could learn a thing or two about what it means to be threatening. Because I have dealt with Far worse than whatever this is you've got going on. Oh, you mean like Hollow Avaris? I'm gonna flinch at that. How do you know that name? Let me ask you a better question. How do you think my crew and I found? See, Hollow paid us to get rid of you. And once we escaped this little miserable, forsaken dirt ball. We're gonna scour space to hopefully find your little half-elven husband, who I'm sure is desperately searching for you. And then when his son, Jace, is all alone, that's when our boss will make his move. Well, it's sounds like your boss is too much of a fucking coward to come after me himself. But isn't that the great thing about money? He doesn't even need to. <laughs> well, uh, I'm gonna get clear of the rubble and watch it all collapse. Have fun. <laughs> uh, and he and the crew uh, he and his cannot, crew. Cannot. But, yeah. Hold on, I'm I. So he 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 was previously close enough that like he was slowly pressing his boot against my head, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Can I? I don't. This is a dumb idea. I'm gonna do it anyway. Can I try and spit in this man's face? Roll me a Constitution check. Constitution check. Check and not a save. Okay. Um. Uh, you know, I'm confident with this. Um, what's it gonna be? Uh, plus uh, fifteen. You do, man. You don't hit his face, but you do hit his boots. Uh, at least have some dignity when you're going to die. <laughs> Both of you to oh. assume I'm going to die, you miserable fuck. When I uh. get out of this somehow, I'm going to hunt you down and rip you limb from limb. Oh, see, now that's more like it. Oaths of vengeance. Feeble defiance. That's the kind of thing you want in a villain hero dynamic. 
You're almost good enough to be my nemesis. Well, <laughs> if you weren't about to die. <laughs> and he and his crew head on out, and you, despite your struggling, find your mind fading quickly. You can't seem to maintain your consciousness, and you, despite your best efforts, fall back asleep. And when you wake up, you find, um, you're still at some railroad tracks, but you're not tied to them anymore, and the only friends, or, or I should say Priscilla and Jalen, are on either side of you, and you uh, can kind of turn behind you and see Frida working on doing some kind of magic on this little hand car that you have collected, and also a large train car filled with what look like imperial goods and resources. Uh, Jalen and Priscilla, both of you notice that Hayden is finally awake. Oh, hey, Jalen, they're awake now. Do you know medicine stuff? Uh, let me take a look. And I would like to take a look. Okay, roll a medicine check. Yeah, that's a six. <laughs> um, Jalen? They're allergic. There's nothing you can do. It's too late. <laughs> she just, like, frowns. And then she looks at Priscilla and shakes her head. Sorry, I got nothing. Why are you I'm making that face? I'm gonna go kneel by Hayden's side. I'm like, we did everything that we could. I can can make this easier for you if you'd like. I'm gonna draw my dagger from my thigh. Uh, what are you doing? What What are you What are you talking about? I'm I'm fine. I mean, clearly I'm alive still. I mean, I am alive, right? This is some weird purgatory type of deal. Jalen, we're not in purgatory, are we? Uh, I don't think so. I highly doubt it. I feel like. This would be a lot worse. It would suck a lot more if this was purgatory. Ah, yeah. Has Rosalind I, I, arrived I yet? Um, uh, Rosalind and Lana haven't arrived yet. But uh, you, you oh. guys are on your way. Okay. Well, if you want so, to, if you want to die on your feet, then I'm gonna start cutting the ropes, making sure that they're free. Ah, yes. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> you didn't earlier. I mean, yeah. I suppose you were in a rush. You just were get, uh, focused on the ones that were tied to the train. Thank you, uh, Priscilla. It would be nice to have s some feeling back in my limbs. Um, what happened? Last I thing I remember, train. you stopped a train. How did you stop a train? I was. Oh, that train was supposed to kill me. Yeah, uh... I threw a. I threw a javelin really, really hard, and then some people helped me throw it harder. Hi, I'm some people. Okay. Rita over uh, at the hand car messing with something is like, uh, no, we, we used like an electromagnetic uh, launching, like a, oh, a rail gun. Yeah. <laughs> funny, funny. We used a rail gun to destroy a train. Isn't that, isn't that funny? I'm, I'm currently 
figuring out electromagnetic propulsion and how how it works. Oh, that's fine. So, I I have some news. Um, but first, did y'all uh, was there anybody around where you found me? A chance, maybe. There was those people that Jialan killed over on the other cart. Uh, and what did they look like? Kind of piratey, evil, maybe? Like problems. Uh, well, that's incredibly vague and unhelpful. Um, can I try to describe the bastard pirate man fucker person? Yes, you describe a, um... Over, I'll say six foot five tiefling man with long uh, red horns pointed up uh, with a skull like marking over his face and uh, wearing a fancy pirate jacket and uh, the kind of similar sailor outfit underneath that you would kind of expect of a pirate. Um,. And this description doesn't match anyone that Priscilla or Jialin saw, but it does match, but a general gist of tiefling pirates does match the people who kidnapped Hayden, and it does match some of the people you killed on your way up to the train tracks. But no such beings were here when you got here. They were long gone afterward. Jialin will relay this information. Damn it. Fucker got away. Uh, how do y'all feel about maybe a detour at some point? I know we've got a lot going on, but it's personal with this with this person. And I very much need to kill him before wait, is this pirate a him or what what are what are the pronouns of this tiefling pirate? Roll me bastard? a history check. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, hey, that's going to be a 21. You remember the initials on the trunk that he had, that long leather trunk, DJ. And you're kind of cycling through your information and you realize that that trunk on a ship would be called a locker. And you realize DJ... Fucking goddammit. <laughs> Fuck. Damn, that's good. That's fucking brilliant. I... God damn it. <laughs> damn it. Fuck. Okay. Uh, all of that was entirely out of character. Um, <laughs> I, I like to imagine that that's in character as soon as... Hayden puts those two together and is like, wait, Davy okay, Jones? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, would, does Hayden have any concept of Davy Jones, though? Like, is that an established, like... Um, you heard a sea Hayden, shanty Hayden about is... them not uh, two hours ago, or not a, more than a few hours ago. Oh, oh, uh, I forgot there were shanties in the place before. Fuck. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yes. Hayden is absolutely... With Davy Hayden Jones. <laughs> That's I'm him. just absolutely losing my shit right now. Fuck. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look at 
Priscilla and Jialin. Y'all know of a Davy Jones? Do uh, we know both, about Davy Jones? Both of you roll religion checks, and I think it's at this point that Lana and Rosalind appear and just can kind of hear Hayden angrily shout that particular question. <laughs> That's a That's five for eight. me. Uh, hello, everyone. Is oh, um, what happened here exactly? Davy Jones really fucking need, happened. You really need to ask when it comes to Priscilla. We I mean, the train. Impressive. Wow. Who's Davy Jones? Roll religion checks. <laughs> religion or history? Uh, uh, I, I guess either or. Now that I think about it. Uh. Uh. I'm good at I'm not I'm better at religion because I'm a pally I'm better Dan. at history. I will thirteen history check. A fifteen DM. Okay, so um, sorry, Priscilla and Jalen, what did you two get? Eight. I got a five. Priscilla. Yeah. You know a guy named Davy Jones who once borrowed two silver from you. They haven't given it back. He's a uh, thief Jal and a pirate. <laughs> Jalen, uh, you, you, you vaguely remember uh, that there's like a seafaring legend, but not really much. Rosalind, you... Um, well, and I would say, Jalen, you also remember that that was a song that was being sung at the bar a few hours ago. Um, well, er earlier in the uh, earlier last night, rather. Um, so you remember there was a song, and it's in MMM art. Uh, is the sea shanty. Um, you don't really know much beyond that. Rosalind, you are aware of the song, and you also vaguely know that there are historically recorded disappearances of people particularly sailors and other, like, explorers and seafarers. And a few recorded instances of such things... How do I put this? There are recorded instances of people who previously disappeared along those lines coming back, but being very different than who they were before. Hence kind of the inspiration for these particular sea shanties and songs that, you know, these people disappeared and then they came back and they were totally different than how they were before and their loved ones seemed not to um, matter to them or uh, or anything like that. Uh, Lana, your particular... Um, in your particular religious background, you have heard tale that these legends of this devil or this mysterious entity that possesses people or, well, no, this mysterious entity that causes these disappearances are linked vaguely to what you um, have heard is a devil. You don't know exactly how these disappearances work, 
But you know that these legends are rooted in a particular devil who seems to target seafarers. You don't know exactly what he does with the people he disappears. There's theories that he either possesses them or he um uh or he somehow brainwashes them. It's uh it's a little unclear in that particular regard, but you know that they are known to collect sailors in their locker. Um it's a malevolent being. Uh he causes individuals to vanish and sticks them in a footlocker. Well, that's weird. Uh, legends tend to be that way, but, um... He's not a legend! He's real! And he's an absolute fucking bastard and we need to find him and stop him and I need to fucking end his existence because he's going after my husband's. What Is this the same... What does the status of his birth have to do with anything? <laughs> like, I'm... I'm, like, absolutely, like, seething right now and, like, probably looking incredibly fucking unhinged. I'm gonna turn and glare at Priscilla for a moment and just, like, I'm gonna catch myself and I'm gonna hold up a finger and I'm gonna take a really huge deep breath. <sighs> okay. Technically, that's irrelevant. He's a terrible fucking person. And I, need, and I need to find him, stop him, as quickly as possible. However, I am also incredibly painfully aware that we are on sort of a tight schedule with uh, the other things that we're doing, like this rebellion. Um, well, I'm conflicted. I should not be making decisions right now. You said he. You said he was a tiefling. Hayden? Yes. Well, there's not many of us here. Say, Lana, you were able to sort of sense energy like that, right? You could, in theory, be able to use that to track him, maybe? Um, well, let me see. I I can locate individuals uh, in, a, in, a, in a moment. But uh, it doesn't persist. It's just like a, um, a, I, I learn the location and it's over. I don't necessarily have the... I have a small radius to determine and find beings that are inherently malevolent or inherently benevolent. But uh, most people fall in the gray area and get excluded from that. This person sounds like they would probably be falling in the malevolent category. Oh, if the legends are true, and, and if this person is the person who attacked, I'm slipping into Eisel. Gosh dang it. Um, if if the legends are true, and this person is the person who attacked our ship, then absolutely he is. I would say that his being is less personality and more just raw, evil energy. Well, I have a question. Wait, did you say you've encountered this person before? No. What's your question, Jalen? You're from another planet or something like that, right, Hayden? Yes. And yes, presumably I... your husband is on that planet, right? 
Yes, both of my husbands are on that planet, and it turns out one of my husbands, Jace, sweetest person I've ever known. I would honestly love to introduce him to all of you and Cassian, but that's for another time. Um, his horrendous fucking father apparently hired Davy fucking Jones to kill me and then my husband's well my other husband Castian so that way Hollow is free to torment Jace however he pleases and uh, as much as invested as I am in all of this it brings me so much pain to be so far from both of them. And Can Davy Jones get back to your planet, though? You guys well, are stuck here. I know, but that's... I... In theory, yes. In a manner similar to... To what I'm hoping to be able to accomplish with all of your help. Uh, presumably his ship also crashed and is in need of repairs. So, in a sense, I suppose it's a matter of who can make the repairs necessary to leave again. Would you like to roll me an insight check? Which one of us? Aiden. Sure. Just based on what you... What you saw of him. And... Fucking... (laughs) That's a nat one. Damn. You're not sure. Uh, I... I don't know, honestly. He seemed determined. Ideally, I'd like to stop him here before he ever has that chance to leave. If only I could warn them! Fuck! Well, she, like, puts a hand on Hayden's head. Then I guess we better hunt this fatherless child down. I very much would like that, but... We do have other incredibly pressing matters at hand, and like, like this train I... derailed. Uh, <laughs> yes, like Theoret- the train that has been derailed. Theoretically, though, if his job is to hunt you down, he'll come back. We will have you... time to deal with this, Davy Jones. Let us you... finish our rebellion, and then maybe we can at least work on. A way to get a message out to your husband's Hayden. That might be faster than getting the ship rebuilt, and it will be a start. You both make a very compelling point. In fact, let him tire himself hunting me down, and we can focus on this rebellion and everything else. Uh, it's at this but... point that... Uh, oh, sorry, Roslet. What did you want to say? Uh, with this train being derailed, when it doesn't get into the station on time, it's gonna start- there- people are gonna start looking for it, so we need to take care of this sooner rather than later. Um, 
Right? You, you kind of look back and there is like a crowd of people that's beginning to form around the wrecked train. Uh, you know, there there's a lot of like, you know, pointing and a lot of like, what is that? How did that happen? What on earth? And, you know, a lot of like gasps and like confusion. Um, uh, and it's at this point that Frida speaks up and is like, oh, I got it. I got it. I figured out. Uh, Oh, I got... It's moving. Okay, uh, everyone, we got... Uh, jump on. Jump on, because I got it moving. And you see that the handcart and the car behind her, like, the, you guys, like, took out one of the train cars and put it back on the rails, and you're using uh, Frida's magnetic magic uh, to propel the handcar you guys used and this large supply cart... Uh, down the opposite tracks. Uh, your your kind of current best uh, plan for getting this stuff back to you guys is to... Uh, sorry, let me look at the map just so I know I'm using the right names for the cities. I'd like to stand okay. on this cart, hoist my javelin high in the sky, and say, Down with the Empire! Long live the revolution! Oh no! Oh. <laughs> roll, roll a. Whatever guess... it is that she has to roll, can I jump up beside her and raise my axe to give her uh help? Can I take over this speech because I'm good at speaking and make this my persuasion check and have them uh, give Priscilla, me Priscilla, would you allow this? Uh, basically, I'm turning. I'm saying that and then turning it over to you so you can finish the speech. All right, I, I give a bardic inspiration. I will. Yeah, you can give bardic inspiration. I will absolutely accept bardic inspiration, and um, unless your persuasion is higher than mine, I have a plus four. I have a plus seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let um, Hayden take the wheel. Right, the wheel. Um, Hayden is currently not in a headspace. That's also valid. For, That's also for, valid for that sort of thing. Leaf could do it, but Hayden currently is too busy, like, fuming and trying to not panic over current things. So, hence the offering of a bardic inspiration. And it's just, he's not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything, just sort of pat you on the arm encouragingly. Poof, bardic. Awesome. Um, we're in, um, we're in, I want to, my brain says Frostcrest, and that's not it. Uh, Fog Cliff. Fog Cliff. Ah, yes. yes. There was, that was the weather condition I was looking for. Yes. People of Fog Cliff, your empire has kept you smothered for far too long. You, you see, as you're speaking, the, the crowd is actually, like, growing bigger, and even as the car is, like, slowly moving away and picking up speed people are like walking uh, like with you like along with you guys to like hear and as this is happening you see that there's a few imperial guards that like are coming to check on this crowd and they're like hey you stop and uh but you keep going they have oppressed and repressed the people of this land in a way that I can't describe as anything less but bereft and morally bankrupt. 
The truest darkness is spread over your people, but you are the lights to brighten up a night sky, to say that you will not suffer the Empire's might. We have stopped this train and the explosions it was meant to bring to tear your city to shreds, and we have seized for you the materials that you need to start your own revolution and take your own freedom into your hands. The Empire does not own you for the people. It is the people who make up any Empire. Okay, roll your persuasion check with advantage and a bardic. Let me see if I have anything else I can do to my do for myself. I have, <laughs> I, I have no liberty, fraternity, and fraternity. Wait, liberty, fraternity, and unity. Liberty, fraternity, and unity. Yeah, I don't have anything else I can do right now. Um... No, can I use can I use my charge of burning hands just to throw that up in the air as one last hurrah? Sure, I'll I'll give a plus two for that. Cause magic's back, baby. Yeah, magic's back. <laughs> I actually will say when that happens, I'll say, "See, magic is returning to this world. Might is no longer enough to keep you down, and we will continue to free the magic from the dungeons." And that ain't no myth. And that ain't no myth. Well said. Am I able to uh, add an you... extra plus two? You're not. Am you're I gonna regret to... that. Your your bardic is a D six, Lee. Uh, let me double check. Yes, it is. Uh, All right. No, what was? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Can, can I use uh, uh channel my key and send three scorching rays up into the air to uh add a uh, fireworks effect? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Let. Well. Uh, Can I glow? Okay. We're, we're okay, always showing this, off this, magic. This is as high. This is as high as I'm gonna let this bonus grow. I mean, you don't. It, uh, how? How? So I get a plus six on top of that. Well, uh, we'll we'll, we'll say plus five. Plus five. Okay. Yeah. That I really shouldn't, but this is really cool it, and rad. It's not going to really change the roll because it's gonna, it's absurdly high regardless because I rolled really high on the die. Nice. So <laughs> twenty. So with a plus five, twenty nine. Oh gosh. <laughs> with a twenty nine, you as the crowd like sees these displays of magic. One person in particular catches your eye, Jialin, and it's the changeling magician who you and Frida saw, uh, saw try to put on a performance earlier today. And he's the first in the crowd who, like, stops running and just looks at this and then looks at the demolished train. And even, like, the others are, like, shocked and surprised, but he's the first one who internalizes the thing you've said. Because, you know, as Frida looks at them, Frida knows that this is what this person has been praying for their entire life. And they just break into tears 
their little assistant uh, to Black Cat Tabaxi on their left hand side and their giant child orphan uh, kind of trudging up kind of the back of the audience to see what's happening and he's the first to say it the magic's back it's really back <laughs> it's really back it's back and uh, and some of the empire soldiers like kind of catch up to him he's like what is this moron yelling about Get out of our way! And he's like, shut up! And and he full-on starts a fist fight, and this um this crowd turns into a brawl. And you can see that these, you know, few Imperial soldiers that showed up to investigate what's happening will not be enough to stop the spread of this news here today. That magic is returning to the world. And all of you can can feel this like ease and confidence well upon you that you started something here too. That you lit a new flame here in the city of Fogcliff. Our influence is spreading. Jalen looks so proud. <laughs> <laughs> we are the spark that will light the fire that will burn the empire down. God damn it, Avalon. <laughs> I almost did it as a part of the speech. Be happy that I held off for long. I used restraint. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and you guys, uh, as your train picks up uh, faster and faster, you, uh, it takes less than an hour or two for the city of Fogcliff to disappear over the horizon. And you guys are traveling at speed to, uh, another city. Hopefully, we're returning, uh... We're returning to Autumn Hollow, right? Um, yeah, you'll, uh, the plan is you will drop this particular, um, like this big train car with its supplies, you will drop it off to um, at Zestern. Um, is that where Robin's ship is? Yes, yeah, because that's where Robin has sailed his ship ahead of time. He's going to meet you guys there, and with his ship, is going to transport these goods via ship to Autumn Hollow while you guys get yourselves to Autumn Hollow as well. Going different routes, so... Or, well, theoretically, I suppose you don't have to not go on his ship anymore, since you guys are... Gets caught, we don't want to be tied to the cargo, theoretically. Right, yeah, so that would be the be only safe. reason. Uh, it's up to you guys. Uh, well, but that was... While we're on our way to Zestern, we should sleep, rest, um... Because I am exhausted. Yes. I'm exhausted as well. I got a, I got a bit beaten up. I could use a nap. Uh, I, for one, have slept a lot recently, so if y'all want to sleep, I could maybe nap and just 
take guard or take watch or something. Um, that might be a good idea. Uh, we appreciate it, Hayden. Or at least I do. I don't want to speak for everybody else. I think you're I, pretty on point. I can stay up with you if you want, Hayden. Are you uh, okay, Priscilla? Yeah. Rest a little bit and I'll be fine. Actively bleeding, Priscilla. <laughs> I'm gonna look to. Is it? Is it? Is, is it Samira? So, uh, so Solana. Solana, right? Solana. Yeah, Solana. I'm gonna look to Solana and see if Solana's going to is confirming that Priscilla is okay. Solana just gives a thumbs up. As I'm going to, uh, I'll get a second win, so I'm perfectly fine. Okay, uh, fair enough, I suppose. Well, if you guys if you guys start to get t uh, start to get tired and need to swap out, I only I just I just need like a sh a short rest. Uh, I don't necessarily need to sleep all night, so if you need to wake me up for a watch, I can. Oh, That's so it's just me and Giolan then that are. All of you get some rest, or I will put you to rest. Simple as that. Uh, yes, Captain. Right away. Oh. Captain. Priscilla, that includes huh? you. Tend to your wounds and take some time to yourself, and then you okay. can join me on watch. Okay, well, at least let Solana sit with you. That's fine. Don't ask me how that works mechanically, it doesn't have to. Yeah. Solana sits <laughs> Solana sits besides Hayden, and they make a face like You like jazz? <laughs> Yeah, yes, as a, as a matter of fact, I do like jazz. They, uh, they make a face and say nothing because they're just a, a disembodied echo from a different time that has right, no senses right. or perception. Long rest, though. Yay! Sleepy time! Uh, let's see if I want to change my prepared spells during this long rest. Oh, Marion's final stand looks like a really dumb kidding. Yeah, Taylor knows what that does now, so yeah, yeah I, know Taylor knows. I taught it to Quincy. Yep. Mm. So Ooh. I need to change up my spells as well, or at least I can if I want to. Uh, as everyone is resting, um, Aiden, how how do you think Caden is feeling emotionally right now? Uh, right now, less, less angry, but also I'm, I'm kicking myself and cursing myself for even leaving my husband's in the first place. I mean, this, and my entire purpose from being here is just a, a desperate, selfish vanity attempt like I everything was perfect back home and I just I don't I don't think that I should have left should have stayed with them because at least there it would be easier to keep them safe and I wouldn't be stranded with new friends fighting a fucking empire and starting a rebellion i mean 
I heard that some things were going not so great at home anyway, but I just, I feel so powerless, so useless. I can't help my husband's back home. I'm of little help to my new friends here. I'm only a fraction of the person that I was. It's all so out of reach. You're, I don't know what you're I'm going to do. You're thinking about all this and looking down at your ring. It still has that... Your ring is still magical. Even... Even in this world, it maintains that spark of magic and a connection Jace and to Castian. And you just find yourself staring at it. You're unsure of what to do. So much doubt clouds your mind. But you... I wish more than anything right now they would know what to say, what to do. <laughs> I feel so lost without them. It's funny, I was so sure of myself. And uh, Solana is still, like, nearby, right? Yeah. So, like, I'm I'm thinking out loud, and I'm partially aware that Solana might be listening. So I'm, I'm half talking to myself and half talking to Solana at the same time, because right now I don't feel... Because Lana still calls me captain. And a part of me still feels responsible. Like, I should be taking charge. But I just, I don't know anymore. Am, what am I even doing? Am I making the right choices? Am I, am I being selfish? I mean... I, I, I don't even fully know what I want besides to return to my husband's and it is so incredibly unfair of me to expect any of my new friends to help me that much. I don't, I don't think I'm ready to tell them that I've, I'm lost. I never Aiden. intended to lead anyone. Hayden, I would like you to make your choice of either a religion check or a or a charisma check. I think either is applicable in this situation. Just a charisma check? Yeah. I would say your your jack of all trades would apply to it. Um, okay. Then I'm gonna do charisma. And so if I'm understanding what I'm adding, that's gonna be a dirty 20. Dirty 20. That beat this particular DC that I set. Aiden, you're so lost and you're so directionless. Holding this ring, you want so desperately to find your husbands, to find direction and guidance. 
you feel yourself reaching out, and you just barely hear someone say, Hello? Hello? Hayden? And you're shocked at first, but then you kind of close your eyes and focus on this voice. Do you? Well, actually, I'll I'll give you the option. Do you try to shut this voice out, or do you try to listen to it? I'm going to try. I'm going to strain to focus on this voice, like. I'm completely oblivious to everything else as I try to listen to this voice and try not to get my hopes up too high. As you strain, as you focus, as you close your eyes, you, in the kind of darkness of your closed eyes, you see a figure in front of you. A beautiful androgynous figure that you would recognize as the doll. Their image is faint. Like it could be like a mist or vapor that could be blown away, but it's there. Uh, Hayden? You're... Oh, darling, you're so fuzzy. Hello? Hey! I, I, I don't understand. Oh, oh gosh, I've I've been looking for you all week. Oh my gosh, where even are you? It's uh it's I, so hard to feel your presence. I'm on another planet. I don't understand how, how are you here? Well, to to tell you the truth, I recently got a new worshipper and uh I didn't want to disappoint them. Uh, you okay? How I I think it'd make more worshiper? sense if I showed you. Um, they uh, kind of rub their hands together and they create this small mirror. And in the mirror, you can see a church of the doll that you had been to before a few times, but um, uh, but you you do recognize the inside of it. You you weren't like a regular there, but you do recognize it. But this is back in Douglas, and you see your husbands walking in, carrying Nyx and a little Bjorn. Uh, you can tell this is kind of after service. The chapel is mostly empty. A few people, you know, cleaning. And Jace is kind of walking forward, holding Castian's hand, kind of dragging him behind, and uh, and you hear Jay say, Oh, come on, we've tried everything. And Castian responds, Darling, I... I could be scouring the... I should be scouring space right now. Like, but, come on, it can't hurt, can it? And Castian says, Darling, I don't think... And Jace gets this, like, puppy dog look on his face. And Castian just kind of sighs and rolls his shoulders back and is like okay i suppose it can't hurt and you see jace approach the altar of the doll with the statue of the doll it's a very beautiful statue because like 
it's designed in such a way that it's built of these multiple different sections that almost like an optical illusion depending on what angle you view the statue the statue looks different representing the multiple different ways the doll appears and inspires uh in others and as jace kind of kneels he says please please help us find him and castian kind of to himself uh apart from jace kind of just thinks look i don't know if this will do anything but if there's one person who deserves to have their prayers answered it's that guy and then you see little baby nix see that her dad has put his hands together and she she tries to like clap and she like hits the the bottom of her left hand but then her hands you know go to either side and then she she opens her arms again and she tries again and she wraps the fingers of her right hand over the fingers of her left hand while her left hand fingers are still out and then she smiles and she shows uh, and she kind of taps uh, Jace like look look I put my hands together in front of the pretty rock <laughs> that's that's the thing we're doing now right <laughs> and and you see Jace smile and cup their hands around little Nix and you hear him say you know he'll come back to us and I know your daddy will come back to you too because he loves you more than anything in the world and when he comes back he's gonna tell you all sorts of fun stories about whatever wonderful adventures he's having know it know it and you see the doll kind of like fold up this mirror that they created and say I mean could you blame me I saw that and was like Frig, I gotta cancel everything else I'm doing this week. I cannot disappoint this little baby. I... That was a week ago? Yeah! I... <laughs> Never in a million years did I think Castian, of all people, would pray to anyone for anyone. Right? Like, I mean, he's hot, and I would like him to be one of my worshippers, but at the same time, you know, I get it. <laughs> and my child. She's so big already. I know. And... And... and I, yeah, I thought you didn't have power outside of Vittore. Well, technically I don't, but at the same time, you know, it's not like the gods here can catch me snooping around. Seems it's hard for them to what view gods? this world as well. Eh, exactly. Well, I mean, uh, uh, you know, they have their own pantheon. Uh, oh, actually, one of them is, like, really close to that uh, minotaur you're with. So, you know, oh. but they didn't see me. So, okay. <laughs> and besides, I mean, I mean, technically speaking, if 
you know, one of my worshippers were out here, I'd have some leeway. And, you know, you've been to my temple at least once, so I think that counts, you know? Yeah, I I haven't seen you since... (laughs) since my wedding, I... That was a lovely wedding. Uh, I'm so glad you appre- uh, I'm so glad you guys are loving that gift I gave you. With all my heart. And that's why I think... And suddenly the doll gets, like, really serious. That's why I think you... should investigate this planet. I didn't... I didn't see it when I first put Nyx together. But there's something in Jace's essence, something in their lineage, that goes back to here. Something haunting him. Haunting Nyx. I can't get rid of it on my end, but I know... I I can't tell what it even is, but it's something here. I, I, I will. I'll do it. Whatever you ask. That's a, that's a mighty promise there, Hayden. Are you sure you're ready for that? I, I am. I mean, you, you've already given me an incredible gift, and that of Nyx. And you, you searched for me, for my family, and you, you showed me that. I, I can't give up. I won't. I know you won't. Them. Do it for them. And for yourself too. I, I mean, yeah, but I was, I was, I was considering accepting the fact that I may never see them again. But I will. I promise. Promise you. I promise them. I mean, I'm not currently dying, but it's not going to end here. Not like this. I like to hear that. The world is a very big and very complicated place, young mortal. <laughs> Which one? I've been on All of now. them. And you can't always tell what way things are going to go. Trade secret? Even we don't. And I know that can be discouraging to some, but but there are people who love you and they're waiting for you to love yourself the way that they love you. And when you find people like that, you know that there's no reach of the universe too far to find out what it is you Sorry, I'm getting lost to my words. The adventure you're going on isn't selfish. You need to find yourself and find your family and protect your family. And part of that's here. Okay. I'm 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 cutting out, but I'll check back on can, you as soon as I can. Can can you give them a message? Please. Well, you know, I came all this way. I might as well. Tell them that I'll see them again. And that I love them. They know that part already. 
But I suppose I can tell them that you're okay. Tell them to watch the skies. Not for me, but because someone is after them. I hate that guy. I just freak. I <laughs> you. Uh, sorry, I can't even get into it. I can't even get into how much I hate that particular guy. It's okay. Okay. Uh, F him up for me, okay? <laughs> I will. <laughs> I certainly plan to. Uh, and as the doll flies away, and you come back to the moment you're in, uh, everyone can level up to level four, and Hayden, if you so desire, you may multi-class into Paladin. I will do so now. It's Level on. four. So we get feats now, which means that my uh, my original feat that I get. To, yes. That I got yes. To. Now grants your be- benefit. Yeah, and I think we said I can use UA. Uh, you you UA, cut out for me. What did you say? I said I think we said I could use UA heavy armor master. Yeah, I like that. I'll decide if I want to do that or great. I don't remember if great weapon gives me a plot. It gives me a stat increase. Do, do I do I take my ranger level now, or do I hit level four for fighter? Um, Ooh. you're free to do. You're free to do either. Well, I think she's a, she's asking for a. I'm asking, I'm a, yeah, I'm asking. Oh, okay. Take the ranger level one or four okay. level five. Mm-hmm. What are your what are your stats right now? Um, right now I'm sitting at 16, 17, 16, 12, 13, 12. So you have a plus three in your primary stat. Mm-hmm. Ranger gives you a lot of skill proficiencies, like a lot of skill proficiencies. But other than that, it's not, I would, I would get your attack stat up. Um, just one boost <laughs> before going there. I would probably go five levels fighter first and then take the ranger. And if, if you're not going to do that, then to Ranger now, so that you can go straight to six, would, would you hit five at fighter, but... I'm, nice, I'm taking nice, my Paladin nice. level now for plot reasons. Okay, fair enough. Um, I, I don't want to feel like I'm forcing you, but I, I did know that this was something you wanted, so I'm... Yeah, no, like, it's... It, it, it worked out... Oh, great. Um, I I think I'm gonna take the I think and I'm you gonna can take all the ranger thank, because I need that favorite enemy. And you can all thank Hayden for this level up. If they didn't roll above a fifteen, none of this would have happened. <laughs> oh wow. So even after all of my debating and asking people opinions, I finally just decided on an ASI because it gives the most benefits for me. Uh Jalen? Uh, or you're muted. Uh, you yes. don't have to talk right now, but I just um, yeah, wanted. I to... wasn't saying anything, but yeah. Okay, just wanted to check in case you were. I appreciate it. Thank you. What? Hey, um, DM. Yeah. In this in this in this world, um, what would I consider to be the closest to working alongside goblins between orcs and gnolls, or kobolds? Orcs. Orcs. Orcs okay. in the context of this particular world are the offspring of goblins and elves. When goblins and elves have baby, they make orcs. 
Okay. And okay, I, Tolkien. And I pres and I presume that I would be able to have uh, an, an inclination as to preferred terrain of goblins. I'm assuming swamps or um, swamps or mountains. Okay. You're gonna take the actual favored terrain feat instead of the replacement ability. That's insane to me as well. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could take the. Yeah, I I don't think. Yeah, I, I'm yeah, just it, gonna. The replacement ability is like a plus D4 to your first attack every round. It's pretty good. Mm. Yeah, well. Yeah. What are you doing, my swamp? Jeez. Alright, so do I get to prepare more spells? I might get to prepare more spells. Or do you get to prepare more spells? I still don't have an extra spell level, though. I'm still only at... I'm still at three spell slots and, and level one spells, so... Hope everyone's having fun with this mid-level obsession. <laughs> level up is cool. Hell yeah. I'm never gonna level be mad about awesome. level up. What do we level think we need? Do we think we take Queen Rell's Amplify to order to spy on people? Do it. I feel like that's our best mind, because I already have Bless, I have Cure Wounds, I have Detect Magic, I have Heroism. So, like, my other options are, like, Detect Good and Evil, which I don't really need because I have Divine Sense. Um, Purify Food and Drink and Queen Rell's Amplify are really the only other reasonable choices. Hey, Taylor, I have a question for you. Yes? This is more related to the programming of how you programmed your uh, uh, new sub, uh, your version of the Way of the Four Elements bug. Is there a way, can you program it in such a way that I can cha change this, change like what monk spell, the spell effects, the spells that I have? through the spell tab instead of having to go back in uh, uh no it's not that it's not that uh the interface no, isn't I, that yeah i'm sorry okay. that, so there's nothing i can I do about want, that interface if i ever want to change it i need to i do need to go in and change it in the uh cloud features yeah yeah or the, so the edit say, tab I'll, yeah i will keep that in mind thank you but okay Y'all, I now have a 19 AC, uh, plus 5 initiative, because I got my decks up to 20. Ooh, nice. Ooh, I need, yeah. I, need find, yeah. I need to find myself some plate mail is what I need to do. Well, you certainly have the resources to make it now. There's lots of there's lots of steel and iron ingots in the, the carts that you're carting away. Nice. What level does my speed increase again? I gotta remember what UA1 does. It's a little bit because this one just has a flat plus three. Um, it's it's like your yeah your proficiency bonus is the reduction instead of the yeah. So it starts out lower, but it becomes higher. Right. Okay, it's at six level that I get another movement speed increase. Oh, I did get slow fall now. Yay, so nine. we can push so so lady uh so Rosalind doesn't need a ring of feather fall to fall off a water tower twice. <laughs> I can right now I can reduce fall damage by twenty. By twenty points. Nice. If I spend my reaction to do so. I'm all set. Salon and I are good to go. 
And I also get more key points. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> there. Also, I, I do have this. I do have this uh, javelin, which you never told me what the abilities for it were. Oh. Ah, that's <laughs> right. The magnified the the electromagnetic javelin. That was so thoroughly magnetized that it's basically permanently magnetic. Mm -hmm. Um, right now, Rita okay. is using it as part of the method to move the whole train along. I okay. will get that to you later. Okay. I'm I'm very sorry I didn't have it ready by now. Oh I no no you're good. You're good. I will. I can't believe you took the magnetized. Yes, I did. It wouldn't move. That means it's magical. I also. It's magnetic. I also. I have another question for you before we move on. Do you want me to use the gambit, the the five E gambit version of Great Weapon Master, where I can take a minus five to get a plus ten, or do you want me to use the UA? Um, version where I just get to add my proficiency bonus flat to it. Um, personally, I'm fine with either. I I don't have a preference between those two. The plus ten is technically better. Yeah. Oh, our, uh, oh well. So yeah, I'll take heavy from that heavy. The, the the main reason is that the great weapon master in that version also gives a strength increase. So I could I could have taken that instead of having my armor master and, and made my score an even number because my strength score is an odd number. Um, I also think that feat does need to be nerfed because it does push heavy weapons a little bit. It pushes particularly pole arm master a little bit too far ahead of the curve of everybody else. Um, yeah. It, it, I think the it, it, it ends up being an average say? of like, yeah. So you <laughs> UA UA uh, at level twenty only, um, UA great weapon master and UA polar master. And when we apply all of the one D and D rules, the polar master becomes the is the now the third best fight third best build, um, for martial build for pure damage output behind. No, it's the it's the second best behind um, triple shot crossbow, hand crossbow. Um, mm. But it it triple that gets moves down and polar master moves up and it moves up a lot. So where the gap between polar master, which is the best build, and two handed melee weapon, which is the second best build, is like seven points of damage. Mm. And I think if oh. they just made Great Weapon Master say you add plus two damage to your hit every single time, which is still a pretty powerful effect. You're basically giving them the duelist effect, plus a strength bonus, plus the the re-attack on, on crit. Then the difference becomes um, th you have three more points in the second highest, but you also are sinking the highest number of feats and your bonus action. So it, it still deserves to be the highest damage, but it's not such a huge gap. Mm. But they didn't take my advice when I told them that in no. And Jalen has got more fire. Hell yeah, Jalen. Pun intended. Hey, I mean, this just this 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 just pushes the um where would it be uh Priscillian ship further? The Priscillian <laughs> ship? Yeah. 
Priscilla and Jowen. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> I didn't know that was a ship either. Well, it is now. I felt like this was a pretty aromantic campaign so far. <laughs> you would think. Brandon. <laughs> I thought we were only friends. You would think. Oh, that, wait, that is true. That is true. If any romantic entanglement happens, then you can't be the only friends anymore. That's not true. We can be Incorrect. friends. Exactly. You can you well, can I'm... you can have you can have you can have a relationship with one or more individuals that is sexual in nature but not romantic as mm -hmm, well as mm -hmm. the opposite and so many other things in between. Also, mm -hmm. I realized as I started speaking that it sounded like, sounded like I was getting angry. Not angry. Um, just very passionately. You're very passionate. Don't sound angry. I, I, no. I felt like I was starting to a little bit. So I'm just like, whoops, let me chill and better indicate right. my intent. Me every day. Me just trying to exist. <laughs> Mood. <laughs> are, are we the same person in different fonts? I'm 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 starting to think that may be the case. <laughs> Delightful. There, hmm, the Venn diagram between Doc and <laughs> is very not quite a circle, but it's very close. Anyway, <laughs> it's uh, egg shape. It's egg, egg shape. <laughs> that is correct. That is accurate not really a circle so much as like the middle anamorph we are now we are full circle back to mic checks <laughs> full circle i am so glad this planet doesn't have circles don't you mean I... full di full venn diagram Venn diagram, Doctor Mike checks. Venn diagram, or is it a Venn diagram, or a sideways eight? A good These question. These are the real questions. So does that just make it an infinity symbol? Let's, That's okay. the joke. This is how we all be. This is how we all became a basic white girl tattoo. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> That is very much decidedly not my gender ever. Fair, yeah, fair enough. Okay. Yeah, we so never basic. I mean, sometimes, but basic white girl tattoo never. <laughs> okay, let's let's focus up uh, back on our session. I know, I know we we did a we did a sideways split to do a level up, courtesy of uh, Hayden's great role. Um, <laughs> Okay, so we find ourselves rolling down the tracks. Um, it'll it'll be a little bit before you guys reach um, the city of Zestern, but you guys um, have a, a like enough food in your packs that you don't really have to worry about um, you know stopping to you know gather food or anything in particular like that. Even if it's kind of the, like, you know, the stuff that you could keep in your pack. Like, you know, rations aren't necessarily the best food, but it's better than starving. Um. Hmm. Um. <laughs> okay. We... 
there. Sadly, Jalen, there are no Wendy's in this. In this universe, there are no uh, Wendy's, well, but there. As there are Pans and Peters. Oh, ah ha ha ha! Very funny. So as you guys are rolling down the tracks, um, you kind of look and you, um, uh, you guys see the like you know the kind of wide open fields. You see a few forests. Um, okay. <laughs> And I want all of you to roll me perception checks. I will be a fox and have advantage. Perception? Well, for me. Yeah. I have we'll a twelve. We'll be a cat. twelve. I got a nine. Oh. I got a thirteen that... with advantage. I got a nat one. Oof. We ain't seeing today. Uh, no, um, so I'm, just, I'm, I'm really distracted by what I'm remembering from the nightmare realm, and also trying to play with yeah. eyebrows. You you just remember the nightmare realm and everything that happened uh, in a dream that you had that was also not a dream. Um, yeah, and you're just kind of Sorry. flashing back through all of that. Um, per per se, <laughs> what did you roll? Um, I rolled a 12. Okay, so the highest was a 13. Dang it, Dindar. Yes, um, the highest was a 13. Okay. So... Eisel? It is not... It's not too terrible. Lana, as you're... As you're kind of staring out over the distance in your... In your fox form, you see... A very peculiar sight in the distance before your group uh, begins to catch up to it. You see a number of what look to be like townsfolk, and they're chasing a bear. And the bear has like a person riding on top of it who is holding something. Okay, uh, hang on. A an angry mob mm -hmm. chasing a bear riding individual. Oh, sorry, the bear the bear is yeah, a bear riding individual. Oh angry mob chasing a bear riding individual holding something, but I can't make out the something. Uh it appears to be some kind of sack or maybe a basket. You're not entirely sure at this distance. Um can I and insight that... check? Sure, go ahead. That I'm curious if this thing is a if this thing. I apologize. This person is a thief, or a or something else. How about an eighteen? Uh, with that eighteen, <laughs> you see that the person uh is wearing kind of like dirty. Kind of clothes that you would suspect that a bandit would be wearing, and um, they're also wearing a mask. You can see when they turn around, and they're they appear to be laughing, and at, and you can faintly hear on the wind, "Stop! Get back here!" Um, and you can discern that this person has stolen. <laughs> 
has stolen something from them. And it's at this point I will uh, ask the party if you would like to slow your cart down to allow yourselves to interact with this situation, or if you would like to um, just press on forward. Um, this individual over here seems to have stolen something from the town over there, and they are desperate to get it back. Um, so can we please slow down the cart? I wouldn't yeah, be a part sure. of those. Alright. I'm sure that once we confront this individual, they will do the right thing post-haste. Uh, Jalen, Priscilla, what are your... What be, we can convince them! You have a lot of faith in people, especially those who have taken to stealing things. But it's worth a shot. Jalen, we just stole a whole train worth of stuff. Yes, but we didn't do it peacefully. I believe that there, is goodness, that there is goodness inside of most every being. Except we for only the just need to bring it out of them. Um, so, uh, so just to be clear, Jalen and Priscilla, what are your votes to do? Jalen's good with it. I'm looking forward to this fight. <laughs> okay. All right then, everyone. Um, I I tested this last time. And I will do this again. Hold on one second. I'm going to share this particular screen. If all of you could click the, um, what's it called? The launch game button on your character sheets. The one that looks like a, like a play. Like a oh play yeah. Maps alpha. Here we come. Yeah, the maps alpha. It's oh, I love it. Pretty decent. It's it's an alpha for, for it's definitely an alpha, but it's fine for an alpha. Hey, um, I'm gonna interrupt right quick. Uh, in chat, Jalen said that they cannot be, for being on mobile. I want to make sure that oh, didn't um, get missed. That... Okay. Oh, oh gosh. Um. Okay. I, uh, sorry, I just saw the meme and I did appreciate the meme. I can stream my screen for you, Jalen, if that helps. Uh, I I am currently streaming my screen as well. Okay, okay. And it, I believe the can DM you, can, can you move. see this, Jalen? Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, also, and yes, I, I can't spy, move any of the tokens. I spy Ryder and Gilgamesh. My my day just got better. Oh yeah, I guess oh, they would be it, with us. Uh, well, uh, it's Gilgamesh and uh, the new hire you guys picked up named Aaron Tidewalker. Um, uh, I just used uh, Ryder's token. But, uh. yeah, you... Sorry. Sorry, your old man rabbit is not here. Sad days. Uh, you can you can see him when you get to town. The boy. Assuming... <laughs> uh, okay, so... Let me click run encounter, and then everyone roll initiative. Wait, they're not gonna let me try to talk to him. You you can talk, but we'll we'll do this like in order. Not good, not good, not good. For the first time in my life, I have rolled decently for initiative. I got a twenty-one. Oop! I uh. <laughs> 
I am going That's to spawn. Nine. I'm going to spawn in May. Um. Oh right, yeah, May. And eyebrows oh. should also be in here. E, uh, yep. Uh. May has uh, been very well behaved. She's been a very good girl. And eyebrows, uh, she has tried to eat uh, uh, Rosalind's shoes. That checks out. You yeah. said it was Frida's shoe earlier today. Oh, yeah, Frida, Frida, Frida's shoes. Sorry, my mistake. It's very important whose shoes they are eating. You are correct. Hmm. <laughs> Turns out pseudo dragons are just a variety of cat. Correct. That is that is absolutely correct. Okay. Say so, CR zero or a CR one quarter monster. CR one quarter. Okay, so Jolin, you are up first. You see uh, these group of commoners chasing this bear and man on bear. What do you do? Hmm. Well, one person mentioned that they wanted a peaceful interaction. Um, but I am not built for peacefulness. <laughs> Peace was never an option. Exactly. Um, so, uh, roughly how far are they from me? Okay, let's count it out. 5, 10, 15. Uh, about 50 feet from you. Sweet. Um, she just looks at Lana. Um, I'm sorry. Peace is not an option. And I'm gonna, uh, yeet, um, a javelin aiming for the bear's back leg. Uh, okay. Uh, roll to hit. Is a 23 going to hit? Yeah, that hits. Uh, even with our cold shot rules, yeah. And that is a 5 for damage. Okay, you deal 5 damage to this bear, and I will say that will slow them 10 feet. Nice. Okay. Uh, let me just make sure that there's not something else that I should be doing. There is not something else I should be doing. So, that will end my oh. turn. Okay, I will, um, Gil will go first, and then I'll have Aaron just act on his same initiative. Uh, let's see, there we go, Aaron Tidewalker. By the way, your, your NPCs have not leveled up, so you guys are a level ahead of them. Um, Did Solana the, level up? Solana's level 6 now. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, Gil, uh, he will turn to Lana and say, uh, well, I mean, I, I don't know, guys. Uh, maybe we should uh, listen to Lana and, uh, and you know, try to resolve this, this peacefully somehow. Uh, Lana, what do you uh, suggest I do? You can roll an insight check if you want, Lana. Are you if you're speaking? Are you speaking? I, 14. Sorry, I mismuted. Okay. Um, 14. I guess I'll roll deception for him. Ooh, fail. 
Uh, you see that he really wants to impress you, which is why he's willing to do what you tell him to do. Um, I what I would suggest, Gilgamesh, is some sort of distraction or means of uh, immobilizing our opponent so that I can have a conversation with them. Um, okay. Let's see. I think I I think I got something. Five, ten. Or actually, we'll we'll say that like Frida is kind of the front of the thing, and then let's see, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, sixty. Okay, so right around, I'll I'll place a token for, uh, just, oh, no, no. I'll place this token to represent where it is. Um, Gilgamesh casts Silent Image. And creates the illusion of a brick wall right in front of these uh, this charging bear and this uh, this bandit. Whoa! And both of them are very surprised. Um, uh, they will, on their turn, roll like an investigation check to determine if they think it's a wall. And if they think it's a real wall, they'll um, you know kind of run around it. So. It is now Aaron's turn. Uh, Aaron Tidewalker, the, um, the merfolk fighter, uh, the, the, mermo, uh, the merfolk psychic fighter, I should say, who, uh, you know, we wields a blade, but also has mysterious powers to move things with his mind, um, and, you know, wants a life of adventure beyond, uh, his home upbringing. Uh, he turns to to, a uh, to Hayden and says well you would be the captain of the ship so I'll uh, uh, so I'll defer to what you advise sir so so Hayden what do you what do you advise for, for Aaron Tidewalker to do I advise not dying on a mouthful of pizza <coughs> just that <laughs> I'll do that, sir. I was I was just about to without <laughs> your advice. <laughs> I Leaf was dying on pizza. Um Well, it seems that the the bear has been temporarily handled. I think we should give the others reason to pause, shall we? I would absolutely hate it if they caught up to that bear. I think that's fair enough, Captain. Um, and he will stretch out his hand, close his eyes, and kind of will, or you could potentially say force, a... Uh, <laughs> did a, you just now get it? No, I'm just... Taylor's hitting it on the nose too many times. Too many, too hard, too hard. Okay, okay. He he raises out his hand, and a gust of wind separates uh, the the commoners from this uh, from this bear. Uh, they they kind of like back up in response. Oh, and uh, sorry. For... Uh, okay, uh, Rosalind, it is now your turn. Uh Real quick, um, add yes. a character, cause just because I want to make sure that it's clear to the party what my intent for for this suggestion. Um, 
basically so that way we can find out like both sides of what the fuck is going on. I mean, okay. obviously Bandit stole something and Bandit and the Bear are being chased by the commoners, but like, are the commoners good people? Like, is the Bandit like, did, did the Bandit steal because, you know, doing what you gotta do to stay alive? Like, hence the suggestion that, you know, we separate them. For what it's worth, I I should be able to run all the way up. Do you want me to try and get the guy off of the bear? Because I can try that. I can talk to the bear and get his side of the story. I can... Do you want me to separate the... Or their side of the story, I should say. Should I separate the human... Uh, the person from the bear? Is that what um... I should do? What do you think? Because I can... Attempt to just, like, slow down the bear and get the bear to stop, or I could get the, the guy off the bear. Get the guy off the bear. Okay. The bear is already partially slowed. Alrighty, then. If that's the case, then I'm gonna run my 40 feet up, uh, which should put me... Okay, 5, uh, five 10, 10, 15, 15, 20, 25, 30... I measured this before! 35, 40. Get all the way up right behind the bear. Okay, then what do you do? I I would like to... Uh, let me get her character sheet pulled back up. Uh, spells. Uh, that's not what I thought that was. Can I uh, just run up and, uh, as I'm getting up to him, jump onto the bear's back and attempt to just like uh, pull the guy off? Pull the guy off. Use my. Uh, I have up to three attacks to just grapple him off the bear. Uh, okay, go ahead and make a, a grapple check. Okay. Uh, what would that be? Athletics. Athletics? Shoot, it can't be acrobatics? Um, I suppose it can be acrobatics. Because okay. you're a monk, specifically. Yes, okay. That is a 17. They also rolled a 17. Both of us roll again. Okay, try again. Ooh! Don't think it's gonna beat that. 26! Uh, yeah, no, he doesn't beat that. Uh, <laughs> you... You definitely knock this guy... Uh, you knock this guy prone off the bear. And then I... I would like to do a bonus action, just a single unarmed strike. I just wanna... I just wanna punch him in... Uh, actually, no. Can I just pin him there? Can uh, I? He's use... prone, so I don't. Um, I don't want to hurt him until I hear what he has to say. But I don't want him to, trying I, to get I, up. Right away yeah, I. Me. I think. Yeah, I think it's fair to say that he that you've grappled him and then knocked him. Er, go ahead and roll one more acrobatics check versus his strength, and we'll see if you can pin him on the ground. Okay, that works. 
I'll give you one more chance. Another 26. Oh yeah, he's he's grappled. He's, you got him. Okay. He's... I'm Ooh. able to uh, acrobatically just jump up, uh, uh, grab like the, the top of his head and like yank it onto the ground. And then I... And as he's laying there on his back on the ground, I will, uh, like, uh, straddle him on either side. You're not going anywhere. Uh, okay. Uh, he, he growls in pain, and, uh, Hayden, it's your turn. Um, been so invested in what everyone else was doing that I did not land my turn. Um, terribly sorry. No worries. It's been a long day. Hey, no, stop that. Play. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, we're not technically fighting anyone right now, are we? Uh, you but, don't have to be. No, but I think we still are in initiative order simply because well, the y- common... Yeah. People are still going to be chasing and trying to also stop him, so. Okay, so. Then in that case. Oh, that's a thing now. Um, I want to approach the commoners. Okay. Um, do... Do any of them look particularly gullible or pushoverish or dumb? Uh, <laughs> roll an insight check. So, okay, um, is that going to be an insight check per person or an insight check for the entire group of them? For the for the group. Okay, I had to You're try. You're trying to look for the dumbest person in the group. that's gonna gonna be a 17 um probably this guy right here he uh he has um his socks and shoes are mismatched and not in a way that looks intentional and uh also their uh their belt is on backwards incredible um with the, with the 17, am I able to determine if anyone else is looking particularly gullible? I mean, they're commoners. They're not, like, the smartest people I... in general. Just checking. Um, it's been bothering me the, this entire time that one of them specifically says lizard folk commoner. Um, so I'm yeah, going to cast... he's a lizard folk. Charm... There's one lizard I'm cast folk guy. Charm person at the second level. Um on actually no not the lizard folk commoner the the one you yeah. indicated before and the one right below the the lizard folk uh gonna cast okay. charm person at the second level on both of them um and okay. I'm, I'm gonna indicate this by uh when i approach i'm just gonna say uh i forgot how to be pompous for a second hang on um good day friends Say, what seems to be the trouble? I've noticed that you are giving chase. Please, if you <laughs> if you wouldn't mind, tell me what it is that troubles you, and I'll see how I might be able to assist. Okay. The stupid one rolled a nat 20. 
Um, Fuck. Damn it. He he realizes that he uh, got dressed in the dark this morning, and he looks very embarrassed. Um, the other one does fail, though, um, and they're like, Oh, well, you know, we were having a picnic, and this guy came up and freaking stole our picnic basket. Stole your picnic basket? Well, friend, that's terribly unfortunate. Um, might I ask, what's, what's your intent with this, this thief of yours? To get our picnic basket back and then go back to having a picnic. Well, that's not so terrible. But, I mean, surely you saw the bear, right? What were your what were your plans? The bear for came out bear? of nowhere, man! It snuck up on us. You don't wish to harm bear, do you? No, it's a bear. Why would we? I don't want to fight a bear. I just want my picnic basket. That's that's my family picnic basket. That's antique. So you you don't want to fight the bear, but what were you planning to do if the bear wanted to fight all of you? They all. <laughs> and they're like, oh, like they didn't think about that. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, actually, now that I think about it, that is a full-grown bear. Yeah, it's rather dangerous. I would hate if anything untoward were to happen to any of you. Say, what if my friends and I here, and I'm going to gesture at the rest of the only friends, uh, what if we were to acquire said picnic baskets from the thief on this fully grown bear? Hopefully no harm or bloodshed coming to anyone. You get your baskets, they go free, no one dies, no one is brutally maimed by a bear, and everything's just dandy. Yeah, that sounds great to us, dude. Or- my person. Sorry, I say dude a lot, no. but, you know, I'm trying to check myself on that and say, you know, my person, or... or no, wait, of that's course. a that's also bad. I should, I should just say, I, I should say fellow. My fellow. You know? Mm. My fellow. But is that better I think, or worse? dear friend, it might be best if you stop talking for the moment. Yeah, so. I'm gonna stop talking. I feel like I'm an idiot. How about this? All of you take about several large steps in that direction, and I'm going to point in the direction that they came from. Uh, Wait uh-oh. over there where it's safe. Okay, they they will spend their turn going over there where it's safe. Um, is there anything else you would like to do on your turn? Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn back to the only friends and just sort of loudly whisper, I didn't expect it to go so well. And then loud enough so that way the commoners can can hear, I'm just going to say, Now, friends, let us go apprehend this thief. Uh, Lana, it is your turn. See, I told you that talking to people would work. Um, I'm going to cast Speak with Animals. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm gonna go... Wait, do I have 35 movement? And I do not have 35 movement. I will grab my, I will grab myself. Thank you. I will, I will move myself. I can oh, move sorry. 
Yeah, we can. We, that's the beautiful map. Okay, uh, I'll move there, um, and I will speak to the bear. Okay. Uh, what um, do you say? My dear friend, I <laughs> simply wish to inquire about your partnership with this here vagabond appearing individual. Their intentions with you and their intentions with these people's picnic basket. Bear turns to you and says, Look, this ain't a partnership. I'm the one in charge here, alright? I'm gonna be taking this picnic basket home. I'm afraid that I must insist- And if this bandit here doesn't get with the picture, he knows that he's gonna be part of the menu. I, I, I'm afraid I must insist that you return it to its proper owners. Yeah? Is the you bandit think, holding the You think that I or... took three weeks to plan this heist and I'm just gonna let some interlopers interfere? I, I, I have an alternative suggestion, my friend. You play it took three weeks to steal a basket of food from a group of four people, enough for a single meal for you. Correct? Yeah. I am a professional chef trained not only in all the cuisine of my world, but by the greatest baker that the multiverse has ever seen, Jace Avaris. I'm sure you've heard of him. I can provide you with home-cooked, catered meals every day if you would just give these people back your picnic basket. Roll a persuasion check with advantage. Yeah! No. Um, no, we're not recruiting the bandit. The bear said the bear was in charge, and so Lana's encouraging the bear to... The bear claimed to have orchestrated the whole thing. Um, so we're recruiting the bear! And I'm trying to recruit the bear in exchange for returning these people's food. Fuck yes! I rolled a 16. You rolled performance. Okay. Is the I rolled the performance. Same? It's the same bonus, so... Okay. Just okay. making sure! S you, you rolled a 16. All right. Let me roll their wisdom. Mm, I'll, I'll say with disadvantage, just because he is pretty hungry. So he's not in the... Hmm. I will, I will pull out my... Um, as a part of, as my bonus action, I will pull out my uh, cooks, my cooked treats, one of my cooked treats, so that he can get a whiff, an idea of what kind of food I made. Okay, and let's. I'll say that will add your proficiency bonus to this particular persuasion check, or persuasion checks involving food. So, I don't so it makes it an so, eighteen. Yeah, so so you tie. That means he. He hasn't fully accepted, but he hasn't fully denied either. He looks like he's thinking it over. Like, hmm. Do present an interesting proposition. Uh, and is, uh, do you have a bonus action? Or, oh wait, you uh, already spent it. Yeah, my uh, bonus action was to pull out the treat and, and give myself a little bit. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it's a good deal. Just ask May over here, and I'll point to my pseudo dragon, who I also recruited to our side by offering food. Uh, Priscilla, it will. Uh, it is now your turn. Okay. Um. So I've seen that we've now devolved into just kind of trying to talk this out. Yeah. There's devolved no into talking it out. Yeah. Exactly. Just, just checking. 
yes. I mean, we're meddling in other people's business while we're fleeing a crime scene. So I feel like we should probably not lead a, leave a trail okay. of bodies, which was my logic. So, I'm going to move to like right there where I just moved myself. Um, and then I am going to, uh, <laughs> I'm going to use my legacy Acania mage hand to take away the picnic basket. Who is okay, the I, I roll the nat one for, for any kind of resistance this bandit could do. So yeah, you snatch it out of the bandit's hands with your mage hand. Or, uh, roll, just don't roll a nat one and you can do this. I'm gonna slide a hand or what? Yeah, uh, well, no, slide, uh, use just your spell casting ability, not a sleight of hand, because okay. that's okay. a very specific rogue ability. Okay, so that would... I don't really have a spellcasting ability, so I'm not a spellcaster. I guess wisdom, since I'm going to be a ranger with enough spellcasting? Um, well, what does it list as your spellcasting for your Legacy of Kenya? Like, intelligence? Uh, is it... It's from... It's from your tiefling background, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's charisma. So, Tieflings... Tiefling cast oh, spellcasting modifier yeah. is charisma. Okay, okay so... So, so roll I just roll... Yeah. Roll charisma roll? Mm -hmm. Just don't roll in that one. Thirteen. Okay, yeah, you do it. Yep. Um, and then I'm basically just once I have it, I'm gonna. I already moved my thirty feet, but I'm basically just gonna start walking it over to the commoners once my turn comes back up. Okay. Um, when you, hmm, I'm gonna roll once more. Or yeah, I'm gonna roll something for these. Uh, it, there's four of them, so I guess that's. Hmm. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah, three of them, three of them got over a ten. The three, uh, this lizard folk commoner in particular, he kind of, like, steps forward when he sees you, and two of the others, uh, not the, not the one, uh, the one who dressed himself in the dark and the, uh, one of the others, they look at you and they, they almost look like they recognize you, Priscilla, and the lizard folk among them says, Wait a second. You're... You're Priscilla. You're... You're Aiden's daughter, aren't you? Ah, uh, I'm gonna bonus action manifest Echo. That's my dad's name. Okay. Um, <laughs> it is this, uh, this bandit's turn. He's gonna... Uh, he is going to try to break out of this grapple. Um, he, okay. he looks up at you, Rosalind, and says, You don't understand, this bear's crazy. This bear's crazy, alright? He planned the whole thing. I'm sure we can de I'm sure we can deal with the bear. Uh, you can see that my- You don't understand, it's not your average bear. He's- He's so much smarter. <sighs> well- But, uh- what do I need joke. to roll to uh, maintain this grapple? He's gonna try and uh, get he... out from under me. He's gonna try and get out from underneath me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. Um, I, I'm roll, fine doing uh, Roll another acrobatics check. He rolled a 14. If you beat that, you uh, pin him down. I sh no, I don't! It was so close to a nat 20 that it rolled to a 2. So I rolled a 9. He gets out. 
Yeah, so he uh, stands up from prone. He can't Which takes half of his disen- movement. Yep. He can't disengage. Well, I, I suppose he can... He will take his action to disengage and then run 15 feet. So 5, 10, 15. He gets that far. Okay. I'll be able to catch him. But he doesn't even have the picnic basket. No. He's just trying to get away from the bear. I'll look around at the group for a half second. Uh, go after him or let him run away. I can catch him if I need to. Go after him. Okay, I'll go. When it comes to my turn, that's what I'll do then. Okay. It is currently the bear's turn. The bear is going to kind of look at this treat up and down. They're going to smell it. Gonna nibble at it a little bit. Hmm. I could also take hmm. care of your leg. Okay, I'll roll again. You keep your eighteen, and I'll and I'll roll again. That's an eleven. This bear is like, I I can see the wisdom in uh, more than one meal. I'll hold you to it, though. Uh, I'm good for it. I promise. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Uh, Jalen, it is now your turn. The bear is our friend. Do not harm it. Um. I have defused the situation. Yeah, I'm just gonna come collect my javelin, and I'm just gonna stand by as, like, backup in case this goes south for some reason. Your friend have... smells delicious. Are they the next meal? No. No. Don't eat this one, is what you're saying. Don't eat anyone. Okay. Can I eat them a little bit? Only the ones we point at. Okay, I can accept that. That's a reasonable deal. I mean, we all know this bear has to be friendly. If he's not your average bear, then he's definitely not mean. Can we feed the emperor to the bear? Totally lost. Yeah, I was about, I was just about ready to say if they're wearing this style of armor, you can eat them. Okay, I will make it a point to eat people with that kind of armor. Just uh when you do that, well can can I understand this conversation? Probably not. You understand Lana's side of the conversation and you see the bear nod in agreement. She she, she like looks at Lana for a second and then at the bear. Uh, and then, and then at Lana again, you might want to clarify, like, not on sight, like, like, wait until there's, like, an order to do it or something, because I'm just imagining a bear with us walking into town, and there's just some guards chilling, and he just does the bear thing, and... Now now we have trouble on our hands. Good point, good point. We'll have a conversation about boundaries and expectations when we get back to when we make camp. Yeah, it's a, it's always important to make such conversations. There's one thing I respect, it's boundaries, except for the boundaries of ownership in relation to food. The safe word sandwich. <laughs> no, don't don't say food right now. I'm too hungry. Have we have we have we sufficiently diffused this combat? 
Um, unless you guys want to capture this bandit running away. Um, Do you want me to I catch mean... him? Because I certainly can. Are 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 we are we gonna do the shonen protagonist thing where we try to befriend everyone we come across and get them to join our cause? Like is that is that is that what okay, we're Luffy. going for? Or <laughs> I mean, I Lana Lana would say yes, but um, Hayden can do whatever Hayden feels right in the moment. I, I I'm asking as Leaf and not Hayden because I. I was admittedly distracted by pizza on the events leading <laughs> up to this, which is why I'm just like, hey, let's defuse the situation and find out what's going on. And I mean, yeah, there's a bandit running off, but like, what 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 would we do with the bandit? Should we catch him? The bandit is um, was notably acting under duress from the bear, so innocent, yeah, yeah. pretty much. He seemed terrified of the bear when he was trying to get out from underneath me. I don't think he'll be happy to uh, work with us if we're also working with the bear. I don't see any reason why we need to catch the bandit, particularly unless we want to recruit him to the cause. And I, I feel like, w I mean, maybe eventually should we run into the, this this bandit again? You know, that's like a potential ally, but... As it was pointed out, you know, now as we are currently directly associated with Bear, I feel like it would be a wasted effort to try and even have a peaceful conversation with. Yeah, I think bandit. we let the bandit get get away, and then if fate decides that we reunite, then we will allow it to speak to us. Okay, um, and uh, then I'm just kind of going along with what everyone else wants to do at this point. Okay. With that, this bandit is just gonna run for the hills. Same, my guy. Same. Okay. You're gonna run with for that. Me? No. I'm kidding. With that, we uh, can go ahead and close out that combat. Oh. And uh, as as everyone begins to settle down, the the villagers they approach you, Priscilla, again, and they say, "Oh my gosh, you." Do you remember me? You, uh, your dad, he, he saved our whole town, uh, you know, years back. You, you were there. I, I know I saw you there. You were, you were the little girl, right? Quick reminder and... from the, from the party. Do, have, have we been told anything about Priscilla's past yet? No. No. That's what I thought. And Priscilla, now that you're, like, standing here and, like, you are taking a, like, you're in this moment looking at it or well you know you're taking this moment to kind of like look at these people in your surroundings and you do recognize where you are you flash back to a day many many years ago when you were a little girl you sat out a blanket around here with your mom you, your mom, and your dad, you travel around quite a bit at this point in your life. You don't exactly know why, but you're never really worried about it. Your, your mom can always cook wonderful food, and your dad always protects you. So it's, you know, while you travel around a lot, it's kind of a, almost a carefree life. And 
you flash back to this moment when you're kind of sitting on the uh, the edge of the blanket because you know you're not allowed to get off uh, to approach when your dad is fighting someone, and you see uh, near the the edge of the forest, your father is under the foot of a giant in full plate mail who is trying to like stomp down on your dad and your dad is like kneeling and he's struggling but um honestly like no matter how much of his weight the giant tries to put down on his foot like he's he's jumping up and he's pressing down as hard as he can your dad doesn't move either way and he's actually uh when you're looking back on this you know he's hamming it up and he's like oh oh dear how could i ever compete with the strength of this giant what will i do and uh watching your dad fight is almost like your version of a saturday morning cartoon and you know that all you have to do is say the right words of encouragement and your dad will instantly win the day. You you can do it, dad. You got this. Oh, what's what's this? This incredible strength begins to surge within me. Use I think the power. I I will use the power. And as he stands up, he throws this giant 20 feet up into the air and it slams down on the ground with a massive thud that rattles the the earth even beneath your feet uh <laughs> and this giant groggily he leans up he's like what the heck are you he's like well it's time to finish off this evildoer and your father pulls out his gleaming sword. This beautiful great sword with this uh, this sort of marbled steel pattern that glistens like starlight. And with a single slash, he instantly decapitates this giant. I start clapping. Uh, he he bows to your applause. You that got is it, some freaking trauma. What is this? You a four-year-old whose casual entertainment is beheadings? Uh, that's right. I defeated the monster. No need to investigate that further in terms of how traumatic that is. Uh, you're My right, dad's Priscilla. so brave and so strong and such a big hero. Uh, well, I don't know about that, but I know I couldn't do it without your encouragement. And he he kind of ruffles your hair. I grow up to be just like you one day, Dad. Oh, I know you will, but you gotta eat your vegetables. Uh, even the spinach? Even the spinach. Especially the uh, spinach. How else do you uh, think I got so strong? And I bet he, that uh, giant didn't eat the spinach. Oh no, he felt like a guy who didn't eat his spinach. Um, and it's at this point that, like, you see, like, these villagers approach you, and they're like, 
T sir, we... That giant has been terrorizing us for years! How... How did you... How are you this strong? Who, who are you? Uh, uh, hey, um... Uh, the name's Aiden. Uh, no need to worry about the giant or anything. It, you know, disturbed our picnic, and... Uh, and before he can, like, finish his sentence, they, like, cut him off, and they're like, We need to honor our hero! And they're like, yeah, wait, wait, he said we sh they're having the picnic. We all should have a picnic. And they're like, uh, and Aiden's like, um, guys, that's not what I... And before he can say anything, they're all like, From this day forward, we will have picnics every day at this village. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, the villagers, like, go cheering and running back home to get their picnic supplies. And your dad just kind of sighs, exasperated, and he's like, oh, gosh, again. And it's at this po uh, point your mother steps forward. Um, do you remember what uh, what name we decided to give her? Uh, let me get my notes real quick. Okay. I do not have my notes open. Where is... Uh, that would have been Aiden and Cadence. Cadence. Mm -hmm. A lovely name. Cadence uh, walks up behind your uh, father and says, Well, it seems people can't help it. You go around slaying powerful monsters. Sooner or later, they think you're some kind of hero. And he says, Cadence, you know I didn't... I didn't start this whole thing because I wanted to be a, a hero. I just wanted to... I just wanted to protect you two. Isn't your father the sweetest, Priscilla? He is! He's such a strong, big hero! <laughs> uh, well, I... I suppose if everyone around me is gonna call me a hero, I might as well accept it. And... Uh, and you remember having a very lovely picnic that day. And we cut back to the present moment. Um, um, as I'm standing there, like, I feel like I'm, like, like actively crying, looking down at the dirt right now. Um, and I still have and, this picnic basket in my hands. And uh, in the distance, you can actually see the armor and the skeleton of the giant your father slayed. I think Which is that how you know I, this is the spot. I think that I, like, sort of just sniffle and just start bawling as my hand catches fire and I ignite the entire picnic basket and start stomping on it. Oh! Well. As I'm just bawling my eyes out right there. Uh, Priscilla, are you okay? I'm going to immediately turn and start grabbing my javelins and just stabbing into the ground repeatedly, just screaming. I'm not an expert with emotions, but I'm going to take the wild guess and say that she's not okay. Would you like assistance? They're, they're, they're everywhere. Now I'm going to draw my javelin and turn towards Lana and go to like basically look like I'm about to attack, like I'm on the defense. Um, I'd imagine if anyone would like to make an insight check on me, if that's okay with you, DM. Yeah. Yeah, any, everyone, if you would like to, make an insight check on Priscilla. 
Nope, that's a neutral one. Lana, Priscilla hates picnic baskets. That is a 19 for Rosalind. I got a 10. I, I rolled a 7 for my save against being perceived, so, mm -hmm. um... Basically, like, I... You see, like, I am, like... My eyes seem, like... Like, they're tracking things that aren't there. Uh, for those of you, like, rolled higher, you'd be able to tell I am, like, heavily, thoroughly in a PTSD flashback. Which I... I uh, know Hayden, what that what feels like. Rosalind knows what that feels like. Uh, H Hayden, uh, did you... Did you roll? Um... Uh, no, I, I did not roll for Hayden. Hayden is just, like, watching things play out, but isn't, like... Okay, I, I just wanted to make sure that you were, uh, you know, you were heard. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, like, uh, continue. Would you like magical assistance in calming down? I don't think she's going to be able to answer you in that state. She's I... having... She's... I know what she's uh, dealing with, uh, Jialan. You do just a bit as well, <laughs> uh, but uh, for, for other reasons. But uh, you should, you should. Someone needs to intervene because she's stuck and living in that and fla a flashback. I'm gonna throw my javelin at where I perceive this goblin to be. Uh, can I, uh, attempt to smack her? Um, uh, okay. You... Priscilla, I want you to roll... Let's but, see, can... there's one, two, three... I'll say there's three people in front of you. Uh, Hayden is watching things from a distance, so, um, he's not gonna be one. Roll a d6, and that'll determine who you're targeting. Uh, well, but, uh, I mean, simultaneously with Jolin moving to slap Priscilla or, or strike her, I want, I, Lana is moving forward and attempting to cast Heroism. Okay. On them. Um, Alright. On, on, on Priscilla. That is a three from me on the d6. Okay, that means you are throwing it at Rosalind. Roll an attack against her. Okay, hold up. Is this cons this is uh this is a ranged weapon attack? Yeah, it's a thrown ranged whatever you yeah, want to call it. Yeah, it is. I would like to use my deflect missiles reaction if it hits. Okay. Uh Priscilla so roll to hit. hit. A nineteen, that mm -hmm. is my armor class, so I will use my deflect missiles reaction and I reduce the damage by one D ten plus uh, so that's five by uh 1d10 plus nine. I rolled max damage for nine. Okay. Um, I'm not thinking right I now, so I'm not it. gonna say that is a favored foe thing. Yeah, that's fair. You would have to be able to so focus to use your spells. I reduced seventeen, so I re I catch it. So yeah, you you you. I will not this... spend a point to throw it back. Okay. <laughs> the this. This javelin comes right for your eye, and if not for your lightning-fast reflexes, it would have struck you as you catch, uh, with one hand, this javelin. And, uh... Can I action surge uh, and throw again? Uh, no, no. Uh... Okay. 
Okay. Well, I would, I w- again, I would say using your abilities requires a degree of focus that you don't have that's right fair. now. If that's fair. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. Just to be fair. Can, um, uh, in, in response to her throwing a javelin at me, can I, uh, can I use my movement to run up and try and, like, restrain her so she doesn't keep attacking people? Uh, Jalen's already moving to do that, so Jalen, I want you to to roll to uh, an athletics check or an unarmed strike on Priscilla. Your choice. Can I guidance myself first? Sure. I mean, that only applies to, like, an athletics check, but... What were my choices again? Either an athletics check or uh, an, an unarmed strike, like hitting her. Sorry, one second. Like, are you trying to hit her or restrain her? Oh, I'm trying to hit her. Okay, Uh, then then roll to hit, I guess. Trying to find the button. Hello? I would like to do the thing. I don't want to do Goring Rush. That's not what I want to (laughs) do. There we Uh, go. That did not hit at all. That's an eight. Okay, yeah, you, you swing and miss. Priscilla's, like, moving around to... Frantically, Lana, um, you are going to try to cast a spell on Priscilla. Um, with Priscilla's current state, I would ask both of you to roll opposing athletics checks, and if you succeed, then you have cast a spell on her successfully. Does that seem fair? Sure. Please, please, oh, please roll low. Okay, dirty 20. That's a 15 for me. Yeah, so you are able to, uh, even though she is flailing, you manage to grab hold of her and subdue her just long enough for you to cast this spell on her. Get, get away from me! Get away from me! I'm gonna cast Heroism. You gain four temporary hit points and are no longer able to be frightened. Priscilla, as this spell begins to wash over you, at first... In your fear, you think of it as some kind of, like, poison that this goblin has infected you with. And you grab your arm, not sure what you plan to do about poison injected into it, but you gotta do something. But then, as it begins to wash through you, you notice it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel painful or numbing or anything like that. Instead, you feel... This strength, this certainty, this resolve, the same kind that your father had when he stepped out to face whatever monster was going to attack you or your mother. And you feel it. At first, it's an outside thing coming into you, but then you feel your own heroism, your own inner strength begin to rise to meet it. And you begin to calm. You don't feel the physical effects of fear anymore. Your flashback is ended. You're in the present moment. And you're alive. You curl your toes and uncurl them. You Tighten your fists. You untighten them. 
You breathe in. You breathe out. You're here. You're here. I... I... What, what, what happened? I'm not sure what happened. You just looked... I don't know. I, oh. I don't think I can take it away from you completely, but I can... I could help you be who you are, not whatever that was. I... Priscilla? My dad, my mom, and the, the village, the fire, this, the laughing, the, the, the sounds of nails on wood. The laughing. Oh, and I'm kind of like look down and see the the picnic basket and realize what I did. I will walk up to I will walk up to you, Priscilla, and hand you back your javelin. Oh, I. I oh my god! Okay. I'm so sorry. I. You, you didn't, didn't hurt, hurt me anyone. at all. I was. I caught it out of midair. Thank goodness for for good training, but. Uh, the look in your eyes is one that I also recognize. I'm gonna flash a smile to Rosalind and see everyone that's over there that I had talked to before all this happened, and I'm going to like, like bow and say, "I'm so so sorry." I please let me, and I'm gonna pull out two gold pieces from my pouch. Let, let me repay you, please. I'm so oh. sorry about your picnic basket. Oh no 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 we're it's all right. We we'll accept this, but but know that you don't owe us anything. Your father set us free, and that's more than the empire has ever done for us. I'm sure he'd be glad to know you're still experiencing that freedom. Worry still here. They they get a like saddened look on their face when they. They're, they're smart enough not to ask you about the details or anything, but they pick up just on those words that he has passed. And they don't push it any further. They they nod, they thank you, and they will return home. They don't want to bother you any more than they have. Hey, uh, Priscilla. It, Priscilla. I'm gonna kind of sit down on the edge of the on the edge of the rails with Solana and just kind of wait for people to approach me. Like I assume they're going to. Priscilla, what would you like for dinner tonight? Huh? What would you like to eat this evening? Your choice. My choice? Oh, I I haven't thought about that in a long time. I'm gonna kind of like just be quiet for a little bit as I'm. You all can tell that I'm still like thinking reflecting on all that stuff just let hey, me know priscilla. when we get to the next town i'll buy whatever we need for it hey priscilla i'll walk over to you and i'll sit on the other side of you uh oh you're in the middle between me and solana i'll look over at you and uh do i because of the uh the, some of the teachings that I've received, I've learned some 
meditative techniques that can help with healing from from your past. Perhaps if if you're interested, teach you what I've learned. See if we can help with whatever it is. I it seems like it's related to your dad, but I won't put I won't push for more details unless you want to talk about it. Because if you just let it sit there and fester, it's gonna. If you keep trying to suppress it instead of working through it, this could happen again, and someone could get hurt. I I don't want to see that happen to any of us. So I'm willing to help. I'm willing to help you if you'd like. It's probably worth noting at this point that Jialan is like corralling people away from Priscilla and Rosalind. Mm. I don't want to hurt my friends, but I I can't lose the edge that I trained so hard to get. Don't think of it as losing an edge, but gaining a strat. Gaining some sort of uh, meditative technique so that it doesn't eat you alive from the inside. Already has. Or at least lessen the damage. Uh, lessen how much it is able to affect you. It's not very hard. It involves getting a clear mind and taking deep taking deep and trying to balance out your own balance out your own key because and if you ever have if you ever find that you're having a hard time with like extra frustration or pent-up energy you can always spar there's even if it's with me I'm happy to take I'm happy to let you try and hit me to get out some of that extra frustration. <laughs> Trying to laugh it off. You kicked yeah. my butt the last time we sparred. <laughs> uh, I mean, was mostly I've also enough. gotten... I've always been stronger than me. I feel like Solana is just another part of you, Priscilla. Huh? I mean... I'm not the Phoenix Queen, but my faith understands something about flame and the soul. And Solana seems to be an echo of your your passion manifest in flame. I think maybe some rest. I'll be fine after that. Okay. Um. As much time as you need. Yeah, definitely. Take as much time as you need. I would like to look over at Jialin because I accidentally let a little, a little cat out of the bag, in the middle of that, uh, uh, conversation, uh, before Priscilla attack threw a javelin at me and I need 
I feel like I need to have a conversation about that. You you can't really see Jialin's eyes under her hair, but like it, her hair moves in a way that suggests that she's raised her eyebrows at you. She doesn't say anything. <laughs> okay. So I will head over towards Jialin, away from the rest of the group, if you're all right with us having this little side conversation, everyone else. This conversation can certainly wait if you if everybody wants to do something else. This is me, Sarah, um, talking. Priscilla and uh, Priscilla and Lana, is there anything that you two would like to do in this time? I think before I go and like lay down inside the cart, um, I'm just gonna walk over to Lana and just pull from my from my my pocket a small folded up piece of parchment. And just, yeah, I could get that back when you're done with it. It was from my dad. And I'm going to hand her a recipe. Which I dropped in check. Oh. Lana will take it and nod and say, I will treasure this. And I will do it justice. Um, you get rest. And always come to us if you need anything. Yeah. You, you burn bright in this world. It is better for you in it. Thanks, Lana. Uh, Lana will let Priscilla go lie down and will um, to grab Gil and um, Luke Skywalker, uh, whose real name I can't Aaron remember. Aaron Tidewalker. Um, <laughs> and Gil and Aaron um, and take them over to look at this, the the giant skeleton um, as a means of uh, giving Gialan and Rosalind some privacy. Uh, yes, you do notice, uh, as I messaged you before, the giant, um, the armor is, you know, full plate armor and it does look well made. Um, other than that, the most striking thing on him is the uh, giant gold ring that he was wearing. I mean, obviously, the, I can't wear this armor. Like, five of me would fit inside of it. Yeah, yeah, it's too big for that. But you, um, some some parts of it is, have rusted. The the ring hasn't, which implies it's like a it's pretty close to being pure gold if it hasn't rusted or tarnished. How exactly how big is this ring we're talking about? Um it would be like a hula hoop around you. Um the two of you care to help me get this off? Uh sure. Um yeah, with with the two of them and some time, it's no trouble to uh, get this giant ring off. Um Lana, I would like from you an investigation check with advantage because these two are also looking around. I am not good at these. I am not a smart person. It's a 13. 13. You look at the cut where the giant's neck was severed and it's a perfectly clean slice which Implies tells you the blade was unnaturally sharp. Perhaps even magical. Hmm. A Vorpal blade. 
Uh, yeah, we'll just keep on working that while while Gialan and, and Rosalind have a uh, have their chat. Okay. Uh, all right, Jalen, Rosalind. Uh, so you remember the boat ride over to uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what's it? Called? Uh, Cliff. Yeah, Falkliff. Yeah, I remember that. It'd be kind of weird if I forgot. I feel like it's more... So, two things. One, what I I remember starting out in a dream that was really good. And, uh, but let's not focus on, on the good part for right now. Let's, and then it got altered into a terrible nightmare it's this has been plaguing me for months now and uh you you and this little and an, a little girl minotaur showed up i think or something like that showed up right in the middle uh, like at the end of my nightmare, and I feel like if I don't talk about it with someone, the same thing that's happening to that happened to Priscilla might happen to me too. It certainly and... seems to be of a similar intensity. She's recalling what happened when she found Rosalind. So the guy that you saw standing before me, I don't know his name. I, I, know, I don't know very much about him. And, uh, except the fact that he is the leader of a group known as the Silver Talon. And this group, uh, they like to go to, like, grave sites and places where potential magical artifacts can be and just try and take the art the items for themselves and make a profit off of it they are ruthless and they don't care about collateral damage so they'll do whatever they have to do to get what they want and make a profit and before I met you, um, I ended up at this gravesite where the, these, this Silver Talon group had rigged the, this entire cave system with explosives. Uh, and uh, I tried to protect... I was the leader of the expedition. I had chosen uh, the people to go with me, uh, including my closest professor and uh, uh, his granddaughter and um, good archaeological friends of mine. And because of my failure, that day I was 
barely able to rescue my pro- the professor's granddaughter. Everybody else died, and uh, that the that silver talon boss he is much more powerful than I was at the time. And so then that doesn't really sound like your mistake. But I drew everyone in and uh, told them to make a scene and attack these guys. Because I was arrogant. I, I learned... Uh, I thought I'd learned so much about being able to protect myself and attack other people. And I thought I could just take these guys down. I was so wrong. And as he, he pummeled me so hard and uh, until I was literally unconscious and uh, he left me to die in the explosion but I managed to just get uh, barely escaped within an inch of my with within I within an inch of my life with this little girl and I feel like it's all my fault that this little girl does is essentially an orphan now that she's being forced to grow up away from her caretaker that she loved the most in the entire world and you start to see tears welling up in her eyes that I'm never going to be able to I'll never be strong enough to protect the people that I care about and that to point number two that includes you more more so than the rest of this chaotic group that we're a part of. She, uh, she gets a bit of a frown with that, but it's not like a disappointed frown. It's just like a, like she's mulling that information over in her head. I am gonna voluntarily roll a wisdom saving throw to see if I burst into tears. Give me just a second. <laughs> uh, or run away. That's a dirty 20. That's high enough that you see a lot of emotion on her face. Uh, mostly fear and sadness and blame. But for now, she's holding it together. Uh Jalen takes a few minutes to, to process what she was told. Um, cause she's, she's not really great at the whole, like, emotional connection with people in general. <laughs> Neither am I. Mood, right? Anyways, so she, like, frowns for a minute and then she uh she kind of huffs out a little bit of a breath you you know i think you're putting a little bit too much of an expectation on yourself to think that you have to protect the rest of us myself especially it isn't 
something that you have to do. We can all work together to keep ourselves safe. And you... It comes from an old habit. I've always... uh, Long story short, I grew up being basically the second mom in in my house. (laughs) So I'm used to having to take care of everybody else and protect everybody else. I have three younger siblings. And an older brother. Maybe I can take this moment to teach you something in in return for all the things you've been helping me with. Okay. I grew up in a temple where the whole concept was that everybody was more or less the same. There wasn't a need to take care of specific individuals, we all worked together. It was a team effort to keep ourselves safe, happy, fed, clean, place to stay. And when you find that space, when you realize that the people around you are probably as strong as you are, that burden is so much lighter. You can just focus on keeping yourself safe. I feel like I'm already pretty good at keeping myself safe. Did you see? <laughs> she like oh, laughs a little. <laughs> I mean, Did yeah. You see what I did with Priscilla and her javelin. <laughs> I didn't think I had that in me, but mind over matter, I guess. <laughs> My point is you don't have to hold yourself to that responsibility because it will hold you back so why do you think why do you think it would hold me back if if i wanted when you put other people and their safekeeping above your own you put yourself in danger and you can't help anybody if you're dead feel like I should have learned that lesson already with what happened with that cave collapse, but apparently not. Okay. I will that... try to not put as much of a burden on myself. She, like, smiles a little bit at that. Fine. <laughs> okay. But on to the other thing. The other thing that I told you. Do you remember... After the fight. After which, the big fight. Which part specifically? The part where we, went, we each went back to our own dreams and I invited you to come with me? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So, that dream was sparked because of the conversation we had on the boat before we went into, before we fell asleep. That makes sense. Yeah. And a peaceful time where I could live a happy and fulfilled life. And I've never really been in like a... I've always just wandered from person to person. I know I stayed in 
And once I started traveling, I traveled around all over the place, but never been able to really settle down with anyone in any specific place. And then I imagine that it could be possible, maybe with you, if you're willing to explore that. She like grins. We gotta fight this rebellion first, but yeah, it was it was a nice it was a nice <laughs> front porch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be after what happened after we after I personally kicked the emperor into next into the next week. I'd like to see that. I'd I'd love to see I'd love to do that. Um, but Taylor, there is one of. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you you go ahead. No, you go first. No, no, no I insist. <laughs> no, you, no, you. There is one other. There is one other thing. When we were in Falkliff, um, you remember that. Uh, uh, we spoke. I went with Hayden to be like a backup person to get more people to work on Hayden's ship. Yes. Well, the guy that we talked to, you remember Robin, right? The forearmed guy? Yes. So it kind of uh, seemed like when we were interacting with each other, especially right at. Right after Hayden was kidnapped, um, I ended up being stuck at the bar with Robin, having to fight off some some guys that had stayed in the bar. And I got a little bit beat up in that, but seemed like he was... uh, He was uh, doing some open-ended... I'll call it flirting. Yeah, flirting. He was flirting with me. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, me not really thinking otherwise, kind of flirted back. Okay. But I I feel like I'm going to have to... I don't think I can have the best of both worlds. So... I don't know what to do. She like looks pensive because she's trying to understand first of all what's being said to her. Um, and then, do you want to roll an insight check? I can give you more more details depending on what you roll. I can do that if the DM's cool with that. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and roll insight. I got a dirty 20. Okay, that's pretty high. Okay. Um, you you can see that uh, she is... Uh, Rosalind is definitely interested in you and pursuing a... Uh, seeing what could happen with you. But she doesn't think that... She's not sure if... Uh, if... Uh, how invested you are into her, or if Rosalind can 
uh, uh, kind of, uh, pursue both sides and see which one works better? This is, I think she's, okay. what she's trying to figure out. And I think, I think it's on this particular note that Lana calls you both and tells you that dinner is ready. Okay. Sorry that took up so much time, guys. Important conversation. My first time trying to have a romantic D&D character. Or at least not a romantic. Uh, so, uh, what about... Alright, everyone. Um... Dinner's ready. It smells delicious. Um, is that bear still around? Yes, the yeah. bear is here. Okay, okay. Um, I will portion out some for each of my companions of the dish that uh, Priscilla requested, and I will give a triple portion to our bear. Uh, it's pronounced the uh, Comorai, right? Right. Um, Priscilla, as you bite down into this komori, a recipe from your dad that your mom had to make for him because he was so bad at cooking. <laughs> it tastes just like it. And it hurts. And it also fills you up so completely with joy. This this is really really good, Lana. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoy it. And I think that is where we are going to call it for this episode of Myth, Magic, and Might.